There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B. B105. It's Who Was Right Last Night. You're right. On B105. You know what? You're right. Who Was Right Last Night courtroom this morning. We welcome in Mandy. Good morning, Mandy. Good morning. And uh, you have got a problem with a neighbor and where they're parking their vehicle. And you want to go to town this morning, so feel free. The forum is yours. Yeah, this is just ridiculous. She parks in front of my house all the freaking time. And I left a note, light note, said, hey, could you park somewhere else? Like, you know, maybe closer to your house. I mean, it's kind of far away from her house anyway, so I don't know why she's parking in front of my house. But it's just ridiculous because, you know, my husband and I, we have to, like, shuffle cars because she's parking where we need to park one of our vehicles. And it's just ridiculous. So I went online and I found out that my township actually has a rule where you can only park for 72 hours somewhere. So she's will leave it there for multiple days. So she's violating it. So I printed it out, put it on her car. She said nothing to me. She does not say a word to me. She ignores me. I don't know what to do because I think it's ridiculous that she's parking in front of my house all the time. That's got to be frustrating because I'm assuming you guys live in a neighborhood where you got small driveways. I can get it. It's frustrating. It is. It's so frustrating. And it's not like our car is ugly. I mean, it's like a newer Honda Accord. It's just the principle of parking in front of my house. Oh Why my, my God. house? Wait a minute. We're talking about principle. Like, what is this doing to cause uh, stress in your life? I don't understand how her parking there is affecting your daily routine. Well, because my husband and I, we both can't sit in the driveway. So he's got to park on the street, too. And he can't park in front of our house because she's parked in front of it. For days. What about her driveway? I guess it's full. Yeah. Well, I think she has, like, a roommate or something that parks there because there's a car always parked there. So they both can't park in the driveway. Mm. Okay. Well, and you think about it. Like, if you're coming home from a long day, you just want to be able to park near your house. Mm -hmm. I used to kind of deal with this with the she shed a little bit. And I know, like, I'd want to pull right up. And I was like, oh, man, you got to park down the street, walk, whatever. But it, it does kind of put a little, uh, I don't know, damper on your mood sometimes. Absolutely. It's ridiculous. And you said your township has an ordinance. So over three days, 72 hours, you can't. After that, yeah. you got to move the car. And she violates that all the time. All the time. All the time. All right. Do you have a closing statement before we go to the jury here, Mandy? Maybe she could split it up and park in front of other people's houses, not my house all the time. Why does it have to be my house? If she can't park in front of her own house, if there, you know, I know there's not a lot of room over there, so I think that's probably the problem. But let's switch it up a little bit so that we can park in front of our own home. Okay. Wow, dude. All right, Statman, juror member number one. I, I'm sorry, Mandy, but you're probably not going to like me because I completely disagree with you i think you need to get down off of your karen tower and realize that her tax dollars go to the same road that your tax dollars go to 
and there's no reason why she can't park on the street that she lives on. Uh, I grew up with uh, numerous kids living in one house where we all had cars and it was a constant shuffle. And I heard all the time from other people about, oh, you're parking in front of my house, blah, blah, blah. Well, where else are they going to park? Maybe you're closer to a streetlight and she feels more comfortable parking at night in front of your house because it's safer. Yeah, but we're not further? thinking about her. We're thinking about you because it's your world we live in, Mandy. And I apologize that I have four cars and only two of them drive. <laughs> <laughs> the other two are out on the street. <laughs> My God! At least I, you don't. don't at least like you me, don't live on neighbor. Statman Street. Oh, uh, yikes! Yeah, park in front of my house. <laughs> I'm the easiest neighbor ever. No, I'm saying you're the problem. You have yeah. multiple cars that don't <laughs> yeah. move. Yeah. Uh, and I'm gonna say maybe take the Karen thing actually a step further. If there's an ordinance, it's in place for a reason. And if she isn't taking to your kindness of just putting it on her windshield, hey, putting a note on somebody's car is not kind. What's well, not mean? That's a, is it mean? Uh, if it's a city ordinance? Uh, if you want to be a rule follower, yes. that That's fine. Be a rule follower. But rules well, are made to be broken. Those rules were created <laughs> so people like me don't park it there for months on end. My point exactly. Just be happy you're not on Statman yeah. Street. I, I don't know. If, a few days. If you want to get somebody else involved, since she's not even having enough respect to talk to you about it, maybe there's a reason her car is there, but why can't she at least talk to you about it? I'm mm. saying maybe call right. the city. I, I mean, I'll be short. I'll, I'll just say contact the city. Say she's if break, it's an ordinance. She's breaking the ordinance. Nothing I, wrong with mm -hmm. being a tattletale, Mandy. All your neighbors will love you for it. Uh, I, I don't think it's tattletale. <laughs> it's like frustrated. If they got to play car shuffle because they could never park in front of their house because their car's there over three days that's never moved. Did, did some people mm -hmm. work from home for three days during the week? She could be working from home and just park there on a Monday. Well, then move your know. car Cut to your drive. Up. Put your car in your driveway and your roommate's car behind it. If you're not going to be moving it, if you know I'm That's not moving this car for four days, put it somewhere where some other people can park. I think she's being selfish. So I guess two to one. We are sided with uh, Mandy over the neighbor here, but yeah. let's see what uh, the app and 749B105 has to say. Everybody else on your street could do the car shuffle, but not you, Mandy. You're special. <laughs> I knew Stan had to get another word. Yeah. I yeah. felt it. <laughs> let's see what they say, okay? Okay. Thank you. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show. Woo, boy, do we have a big situation on who was right last night this morning. We heard from Mandy, who uh, they have an ordinance on their street where you're not allowed to park on the street for over 72 hours. She has a neighbor that always parks in front of her house, sometimes for four, five, even longer than that days. She left a note on there explaining the ordinance. And her and her husband, in the meantime, have to shuffle their cars in and out of the driveway because they can't get a place to park on the street. Uh, we sided with Mandy two to one, but that doesn't mean anything because we got to go to the phone lines right now. And Katie from Bridgetown gets us going. She is team neighbor. Why is that? I actually work for a local police department, and I can tell you those are the most annoying phone calls that we get. <laughs> But if there's a 72-hour ordinance that people that this woman's breaking, uh, it sounds like, you know, right. repeatedly, then doesn't she have a little bit of a case there? Right. She absolutely does. But I personally think there's other phone calls that could be had instead of parking complaints. Um, yeah, there's really not much we can do where I work. 
And uh, Ashley from Harrison is Team Mandy. Why is that? Yeah, um, I lived on a street that was very busy like that when I lived with my parents. And at one point, we had four people driving in the house. And only two cars would fit in the driveway. And we had the same exact problem. And it's annoying considering all the cars move daily, but we had nowhere to park because people would park along the street where they're not supposed to park or leave it there for months on end. So we had to call the police and mark their tires. So that's what I recommend that she does. Sandra is also a team Mandy. Why is that? Right. Well, because I'm sitting in front of my house right now getting ready to leave for work. And there's many a nights I come home and I can't park in front of my house and I get really aggravated. But I realize it's a city street and anybody can park there. But I think it's just common courtesy from neighbors, if we can, to not park in front of somebody else's house or to pull up as far as we can so other cars can fit. But it is aggravating to come out and can't park in front of your house or come out and have to walk down the street. It pisses you off, but it is a city street. But the hell with the neighbors that don't realize we want to come out in front of our own house and park in front of our own home. And Daryl says on the B105 app, I have a neighbor in my cul-de-sac that has three grown daughters. They have three different boyfriends. That's good. And the parents have three cars. There are nine cars on my cul-de-sac for that one house regularly. I understand Mandy's plea. Wow. Wow. John Matarese from WCPO Channel 9 has just joined us, and you wanted to weigh in on this. What's your opinion here? Yeah, I'm Team Mandy here because I lived in a house, our first house, we had someone next door who's their, their son was a junk man. Mm-hmm. Their son was like 23 years old, drove an old, you know, rusty Silverado F-150. And he would pick up uh, scrap metal, you know, like on garbage night. So he'd get oh, washing yeah. machines, old lawnmowers. He'd park in front of our house. Oh, He'd park in front of our house that we spent money on <laughs> and we're painting and fixing up, making it beautiful. And we had an old rusty pickup truck filled with rusty washing machines. <laughs> in front of, it, it drove me crazy. I went to the town. I mean, I'm like, get the heck off in front of my house. Is this what inspired your career? Yeah. Yes, John Batteries, <laughs> the origin story. So, so I'm teammate. John joins us in a bit talking about Halloween candy and where to find the best prices at the meantime. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show, uh, and it just kept bothering her over the weekend, just gnawing at her core. Ashley is upset at me and the large one, Grover Collins, who joins us now bright and early on this Monday morning. Ashley, why are you upset? What is going on? <laughs> okay, so last week we had our chili cook-off here at work, and we all know Big Dave makes his Reaper's Wrath. It's usually just unbearable. However, this year he made it not so spicy. It was actually really delicious. Really, really good. Really, really good, except for you still didn't place, but that's because some people don't like spicy. They can't no, handle I, the heat. I, you know what? Normally I come in dead last, and this year I came in sixth, and like I said on the show last Thursday, I celebrate mediocrity. That was perfect for me. I love that. I think you are aware. I know we're not off top a little bit, but let's just talk about this for a second. Because there are the majority of people don't like hot Mm -hmm. of any kind. So you're never going to get those votes. I and Ashley... Love love the right amount. Yes. It wasn't overbearing. Exactly. But it was flavorful heat. And that was by design this year. I thought, well, I'll just not, I'll back off of it a little bit. And then, there you go. It was was wonderful chili. So we have to set that because this is one of the reasons why she's still upset on Monday. (laughs) So, okay. The next day comes and Big Dave is just so sweet. 
and he brings me a Tupperware full of the chili. Like, I brought you some leftovers. Here you go. And I'm like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. I'm so excited. We all know how much I love food and it's so good. So I put it in the fridge here at work and I have like a lot of food here at work. I'm like a little pack rat, okay? Mm-hmm. Protein shakes, salads, I- I'm peppers. sure he put it right in the fridge next to the chili he left for me because I wasn't able to be here either, oh, right? listen to this over here. <laughs> right? Oh, That's you didn't leave kidding. me any. Okay. I got you a Cyclones hoodie. Shut it. <laughs> ask about your chili. So. I don't get none. We're at Zoo Brew last Thursday night and Grover arrives and he's like, hey, just to let you know, I eat your chili that was in the fridge. And immediately, I'm like, wait a minute. It wasn't even in there for 24 hours. What do you mean you ate my chili? Now, typical Ashley, she is leaving out a huge part of the story. Which I'm I'm prepared well, to recite in its entirety here. This is uh, me and some text messages between me and Grover Collins yesterday once I got home. I said, because uh, I know Grover's always hungry. I said, check the fridge. See if there's a blue top container with my chili in it. I bet Ashley forgot it. Second lunch, exclamation point. Wow. Now, at, at 125, Grover writes back, yes, she forgot. 127, me, have at it. Okay, typical men, I didn't forget. I was saving it for Friday. Uh-huh. <laughs> what the heck? And then I'm like, there goes my lunch. Why would you tell him, why would you give him the chili that you gave me? This, this, is, where, this is where I back away because I sleep like a baby. I got. I didn't ask and I got permission to eat it. Yeah. Dave, you called it Ashley's Chili. Yeah. It's not like you, you claimed that it was anybody know. else's but hers. Thank you. And they gave it away. I Thank never you. called it Ashley's Chili. I said if there's a blue top container with my chili in it, I, I bet Ashley forgot that her Ashley chili. Uh huh. What what kind of thinking is it? Who does this to a person? Me. <laughs> in the world. I will make you some She's, more chili. I know. He's going to make more. It's all going to be a happy ending. You just had to wait a little longer. And I'm going to get more too, right? I literally and need stat. it tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. What? Tomorrow. I have to make chili today. Bring the crock pot in just like we're doing a chili Hey, it got cool over the weekend. This is perfect chili making weather. This is what you get for finally hitting all cylinders on your recipe, buddy. And then that way Stack can try it too. Yes. I'm (laughs) just just so... You got to take this as a big compliment, man, because, you know, in the years past, I never touched your chili. No, you would never. No, I would have burned my tongue off. Now you're stealing my chili. And now I'm not going to... I reject that. I reject that. I did not steal. I got permission. Stack, didn't you get in trouble one time for eating somebody else's food out of the freezer? He sure did. A Pop-Tart. That was a Hot Pocket. Hot Pocket. I apologize. But I got permission. He has permission. Let's get HR in this. This is all on me, Ashley, but you're going to get your... Your precious chili tomorrow. I'm not sharing. All right. It better, better <laughs> taste exactly the same. I know. What if it's too hot now and he messes it up? <laughs> oh, I could so smoke y'all back to the Stone Age. <laughs> More of the Big Dave podcast. B105, the Big Dave show. It's not spooky, scary skeletons. It's actually just Boo Day in my front yard. The return for the third year in a row now of my skeleton that's wearing a Cincinnati Bengals ball cap and a shirt. And he's holding up a little sign, like you would see somebody hold up at a game. It says Boo Day on there, because that's his name. Yeah, it's not like throwing shade at the Bengals. Yeah, and I put it up <laughs> on Facebook yesterday, and somebody's like, you're already booing them before the game even starts. I said, no, I'm... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. 
your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I'm not. That's his name. And he was good luck charm because they won yesterday. Mm-hmm. So now everybody's like, you got to leave him up. Yeah, dude, we're going to have to get you a Santa hat for this guy and leave him up all through the playoffs. <laughs> I mean, we might go to the Super Bowl. Come well, on. Why is it always on me? Everything, if I, whatever I'm doing and the Bengals win, I have to keep doing well, it. Well, you're the one over there with Boudet. I don't have Boudet. a Bengals. Yeah, well, Boudet was out. And the great thing about it is though, it was all hot on Friday before the cold front came. I was all sweaty. And I'm just about done. And a lady stops her car in front of my house on the street there, rolls down the window and their kid's window in the back seat. She goes, look, Boudet's back. And the kid was like, yay, who day? And I'm oh, like, cute. oh, they were waiting on Looking him. Looking forward to it. Well, there he is. He's out now. Now, I've got some skeletons in my yard. They're not football related, but basketball. Uh, Nick's parents were throwing away a basketball hoop and one man's trash. Nick mm. goes and get, gets it, props it up in our yard. So there's one skeleton on the ground, like trying to play defense. But the other skeleton is slam dunking a ball into the hoop. Uh-huh. Airborne, basically. That's fun. Yeah. Uh, are you, are you going to repose them like as we get closer to Halloween? Or are they just going to be playing basketball all the way till? Uh, it's time? shirts versus bones. They're going to stay <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> as is. <laughs> and you got your decoration decorations up too. Yeah, a couple years ago, Kayla bought a bunch of fake pumpkins, and we painted them black and white, kind of like a circusy theme, and then hot glue stacked them, and they're out front with our uh, with our pumpkins. Are you going to do the big circus theme this year again like you did last year? Yes. We take a red and white like plastic tablecloth and run it down the front of the house. We get a big old monkey with symbols that goes out there. (laughs) There's like this uh, uh, cotton candy machine where a kid is stuck inside of it and he's spinning around. Wow. Wow. We do a circus theme at our house. Well, psycho circus theme. (laughs) There you go. At our house. But all of this sounds like a lot, but it's not really compared to what you see some people do in their yards for Halloween. Some people have been setting up since September or something, man. Exactly. And that's why the Big Dave Show is looking the tri-state over for the king or queen of Halloween. Yeah, all you have to do is nominate yourself on B105.com. We just want like a little video clip of what you're working with. And we're going to be picking one person, the king or queen of Halloween, where we're going to crown them. And they've got a homemade trophy by Statman. Yeah, it's coming along nice. It'll be I, fun. And I, then we're going to broadcast from this house. Dude, that's going to be fun. On Halloween, Halloween morning. We'll be out there the whole show there on Halloween morning. Amazing. And we're going to bring you all the candy you'll need for trick-or-treating thanks to Kroger. And I think, like, in our neighborhoods, you know the person that goes all out. You're like, oh, you got to drive down and mm-hmm. see so-and-so's mm-hmm. house. So yeah. we want to see your entries. Now, you can't nominate somebody else's house. It has to be your house, and it can't be like a professional haunted house, like the Dent Schoolhouse. It's like, hey, we want to enter. Sorry, you can't. It's got to be a residential home. So go to B105.com. Help us find the king or queen of Halloween. More of the Big Dave Podcast. 
B105 Chase Beckham, B105 presenting Chase, uh, not too far away, November 3rd at Lori's Roadhouse. Well, that's just a couple of days after Halloween, which is two weeks from tomorrow. Hard to believe it's going to be here. Time flies. And here we are without costumes. We have no idea what we're going to wear this year at, here at the station. I, I mean, nothing. No, nothing. No. At, at my house, I'm going to be a clown again because we do a whole circus theme. We mm -hmm. decorate the front porch with a bunch of clown stuff and that's yeah. that's that's a whole other gory thing. But at work, we always try to do some fun. Yeah, a couple of years ago, I was the Kroger Banana Manager. Ashley, you were <laughs> I was um, Clark Harris. He was the long snapper for the Bengals a while back. I had a big mustache, a mullet jersey. It was looked fun, good. easy. Statman was Hulk Hogan. Oh, yeah, he yeah. looked great in that too. We need help. I mean, big time. And uh, seven four nine B one zero five Joe from Trenton. What do you think we should do for Halloween this year? I think you guys should do uh, Denny and Forrest, and then Statman or you, Dave. You guys could be uh, military sergeant guy. What was his name? I always forget his name. Lieutenant Dan. Yeah, Lieutenant Dan. That, there it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. throwing We're, it back old school. Yeah. Heck I'd yeah. obviously be Jenny. I could be Forrest because I, I could talk like Forrest. Dude, I could be Lieutenant Dan when yeah. he was on his drug binge in New York. He had that crazy mustache and stuff. I might be able to pull that look oh off. Oh, my God. Oh, then I could do the line. Did. You could walk up and I could go, Lieutenant Dan, oh, you, you got new legs. Hey, we're walking over here. <laughs> oh, great yes, suggestion, thank Joe. Thank you, buddy. Yes, sir. You guys have a good day. You too. Now we got Joe from Falmouth. Joe, what do you think? Bengals football players. Well, I was one of those a couple years ago. Okay, it's then you can be the one and only female NFL head coach. Or referee. I'd rather or be the referee. Head coach. And <laughs> one can be a Bengals, one can be a Steeler. Well, I'll tell you, I, I'll tell you what me and Stat would be. We would be two guys that didn't make the team. <laughs> is exactly what we would be. But, you know, I'm just saying. Uh, Michelle from Trenton is here. Michelle, what do you think we should be for Halloween? I think you guys should be the Finding Nemo crew. And Stat could be Chuckles. Wait, which one's Chuckles? I'm bad on Finding Nemo. Chuckles is the one that Darla shook the bag too hard on. Oh. <laughs> so he's, de he's a dead he fish? He do anything. Yeah, he could just... Totally. I mean, if we're gonna go finding Nemo, Stat should be Crush. You know, the sea turtle oh, is yeah. hey, dude, how you doing? All right, but that that's a good suggestion. That's Thank hilarious. you, Michelle. Absolutely. Have a good day. Thank you, you too. And uh, lots of fun suggestions coming in on our B105 and Big Dave Show Facebook pages. Yeah, Keith put one up here, which I, I don't know if it'll be a layup or if it would actually be difficult. Stat should be Ashley. Ashley should be Big Dave, and Big Dave should be Stat. Oh, we just right. cross-dress. Well, we wouldn't know who we were in here in the morning, would we? <laughs> you would need a big old mustache. Yeah, I would. I'll get you the stash. Hmm. I'm not shaving my beard, though. I've, I've had this thing for three years. I'm not shaving it off. <laughs> uh, Robin Brown comes through on a Big Dave Show Facebook page. Willie Nelson, Snoop Dogg, and Martha Stewart. Oh, I like that. That's <laughs> fun. Okay. But who's who? I guess I get to be 90-year-old Willie Nelson. Is that what I get to be? Oh, man, I could see yeah. you with the braids, the braided yeah. wig. and oh, God. Just a T-shirt. It's actually really chill. Yeah. yeah. Bandana. I, that's all I need. I'd have to explain my Snoop Dogg costume probably over yeah. and over again. Maybe. And, and I don't know if anyone would know me as Martha Stewart. I'd have to carry around one of her books, I think. And or, an apron. Uh, or a comforter. Yeah, something. <laughs> Jason Mewes had the Mario Luigi accompanied by Princess Peach or Bowser. Okay. Sorry, Ashley. Oh, I One or the other. You're Bowser? a dragon or a princess. <laughs> Gross. Okay. <laughs> 
Oh, I don't know. These are good suggestions, but I, are you guys leaning towards? Uh, I like Jay. Here's Justin Gray's idea. He says, uh, Ashley, you should be Taylor Swift. Big Dave, you be Travis Kelsey, and I'll be Jason Kelsey, the brother. Well, we could do that, too. Ew, so I'm very... dating Big Dave? Is it what? I would oh. be, I would be well, dating, you would be Travis? It, it's Halloween. It's supposed to be scary. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 749B105. You can come through the app on that as well. It's uh, 616. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show. We are uh, currently looking for what we should dress up as for Halloween this year. And uh, CJ from Independence, what do you got? Grover is Willy Wonka. You three and Jesse are the contestants. I thought you were going to say Oompa Loompas. I so That's thought you were Wait, did, what did he say? Contestants? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. the people that are going through the chocolate factory. Oh, like the, Violet? The golden ticket. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so somebody would be like Charlie. Yeah, Veruca Salt, all the other people, yeah. I think we could make Anna and Jesse be the Oompa Loompas, and we be the contestants. That could be fun. It's nice. Although, if we lined us all up and you looked at us, you'd go, Dave's the Oompa Loompa. Oompa He's got Loompa. B105. More of the Big Dave Podcast. A view from the Statosphere at the movie theater where they're showing the Taylor Swift Eras Tour movie. And uh, it's premiere weekend, and I'm with a couple of people that work here. What is your take on this Taylor Swift phenomenon? Honestly, one of my favorite things about the movie-going experience in general is that everybody sees a movie for a different reason. So it's been a really unique experience to see all the Swifties coming in, decked out in all the different dress wear for the eras, just to hear, just to be here to sing, dance, and have fun and have a share a mutual love for Taylor Swift. Has there been a lot of that going on in the movie theaters dancing and singing oh yeah for sure and this is like no other movie really i mean everything else you sit there you'd be quiet maybe you jump and scream but otherwise this is get up and dance what, what is your reaction of the audience in the crowd i was one of the audience members and <laughs> yeah. i was up and dancing i think it's great it's like you're at the concert everyone has their lights out during marjorie so it's awesome what is one of the key moments in the movie that is your favorite all too well ten minute version all Always. Classic. It's the best part. And for those of us who don't know what you just said, what is that? <laughs> she sings a song for 10 minutes straight, and I feel like everyone knows every single word of it. So you sing for 10 minutes straight? 10 minutes straight, with my heart and soul. <laughs> Good. So working here, and they're showing the movie, and being a Swifty, how many times have you seen it? I saw it once, all the way through here. I keep peeking my head in and out just to see the crowd reactions. It's, it's awesome. And what about you? Uh, do you love seeing the dads bringing their daughters in? What are their reactions like? Honestly, they're troopers. I saw a dad the other day decked out in some pink with his daughters. I think he was going for the lover era. Um, and it's just really fun. I, I think they're troopers. You know, most of the dads would probably be listening to some, you know, classic dad rock or something. But to see them with their daughters, just their face lighting up um, for their little girls to have fun is incredible. Real quick, because I'm a dad. What's dad rock? Um, I don't know. Maybe some like... <laughs> Blink-182. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe some like Kiss, you know, old yeah. Gene Simmons. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Dude, Big Dave's favorite band is Kiss. <laughs> that's incredible. Oh, hey, guys, thanks so much. And uh, thanks for putting on uh, such a great show here. Of course. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you. Oh, man, amazing. Dad rock. Dad Dave, rock. Guilty. Yeah. yeah, $100 million <laughs> at the box office this weekend for a movie that's just a concert. Amazing. And a 10-minute song. I mean, that is a long time. And she said she 
she's singing it with her soul. I love that. I, and I was honestly expecting like some behind the scenes stuff, like maybe her on a golf cart goofing around in the background or like some rehearsals. Yeah. No, it was all concert performance, all like, it, it did feel like you're at the show. Yeah. But well, I cool. was kind of expecting some behind the scenes, some fun. It was all music. Well, that's what they wanted, and that's yeah, what they got. That's and what they got. Stats even rocking the friendship bracelet today. Where'd you get yeah. that? Dude, the girls, are, they were just throwing them all over oh. the theater. I, I got to apologize to whoever's <laughs> got to clean up the movie theater there in Florence. Because... There's going to be sparkles and glitter. They, they had a glitter booth. All the kids were getting their faces all done before going in. Amazing. And then throughout the movie, it's just like fairy dust being thrown all over the floor. <laughs> By the end, it was like beads and sparkles and sequins. It looked like Mardi Gras, oh, basically, yeah. at the end, right? Oh, what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, no doubt a lot of folks saw that movie this weekend, including Statman. More of the Big Dave Podcast. Monday morning here on B105 means we need to check in with WCPO's uh, big investigative don't waste your money reporter, John Matarese. And this might be the most important piece of journalism you do all year, John, because it's about Halloween candy. Yeah. Come on. This one's been winning me uh, Emmy Awards all week. That's such deep, hard-hitting investigative journalism. How do you save money on Halloween candy? Well, dude, that's what the people want to know, That's what they actually they do. Uh, last week, I was talking about the Kroger candy sale. I hope you hit it. It was this past weekend, the past three days. If you didn't, that's okay. That's okay. You're busy. You forgot about it. Whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there are other candy sales. Uh, people don't realize that Walgreens and CVS have good deals because they have some BOGOs, and there you can really save some money. If you're a member of Sam's or Costco, you definitely want to go there because they have big bags. You buy it all at once. Oh, it's huge. Big, yeah. Big bag, and it's so affordable per piece. Now, here's what you want to look for. Whether you're at Kroger or whether you're at Target, Walmart, wherever, uh, look for the bigger variety bags. Those are your best bet. And I was buying some over the weekend, and I said, yeah, it's amazing. People buy those small bags of Hershey's uh, bars and Reese's peanut butter cups. Mm -hmm. Why? Because everybody loves Reese's peanut butter cups, mm -hmm. and because the bag is only like six bucks. Sure. So it's like, yeah, I'll get like a couple of bags of the Reese's, a couple of bags of the Hershey's. That's actually the most expensive way to buy your Halloween candy, because you look at it per piece, you can, some of these things you're getting like 20 pieces in a bag. You're not getting much at all right. for your six bucks. Look at the bigger bags. It's much cheaper. And the bigger variety bags are the cheapest of all. Those large ones that have like 80 pieces mm -hmm. and it gives you everything. It sure. gives you Skittles. It gives you Starbursts, M&Ms, all in one bag. Go for the big bag. That's the variety pack. That way you save the most. I like that. Now you're talking about like those bags got like 20 of them. I have a little pumpkin at home with some Halloween candy in it already, plastic pumpkin. I think during one of those fourth and one stops that we got on the Seahawks yesterday, I ate five fun size Milky Ways. I was so stressed out. Yeah, yeah. but Please. that's like three candy bars yeah, right there. But yeah, yeah. My advice there is tuck the candy in a cupboard somewhere that you don't see it mm. because if you have that candy out like on the kitchen counter, that candy's not making it to Halloween. No. <laughs> I had gone. five paydays on Friday. Oh, <laughs> and I'm not talking about a check. Come on. Oh. <laughs> All right. So uh, look for the big bags. That's look the moral the of the story. And tuck it away and that way you don't waste your money. What are you working on tonight, John? Oh, things that we all spend money on in our house that we really don't have to. Uh, some money-saving advice later today. Thank you, John. More of the Big Dave Podcast.
Hey, it's B105 Statman on a Statagram delivery and Jake Kirk nominated Autumn right here. Good morning, Autumn Brown. I know it's very early, but it's going to be so worth your while. First of all, tell us a little bit about Jake. How'd you guys meet? Um, We met mutual friends. He seems like a pretty cool guy. Here's what he wrote in, okay? He says, thank you for making me the best man I could possibly be and showing me that I could be a great dad, too. I love you. And P.S. Uh, Statman, <laughs> watch out for the two chihuahuas. I got chihuahuas. I'm okay. We can probably hear them. Uh, so tell us a little bit about you and Jake together. Obviously, you got kids now. Yeah. Um, we were actually newlyweds. We were just married on June 3rd. Oh, well. Happy sweetest day and congratulations. Now look what you got, dude. We got a, a great prize pack for you. A $50 Kroger gift card. Plus we're going to give you two, two weekend passes to the Voices of America Country Music Fest. And we're going to give you two tickets to the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Wow. Yeah. So you got like a winter fun, summer fun, a whole future of great stuff. Wow, that is great. That's amazing. Well, congratulations. And if you want to nominate your sweetie for Sweetest Day, which is coming up Saturday, y'all, just go to B105.com. A big thank you to Kroger. Oh, yeah. And you know what? That, what a prize pack that is. B BOA and TSO. That's a lot of uh, abbreviations there, but a whole lot of tickets, too. So like Stat said, get to B105.com to do it today. The Big Dave Podcast. B105 and Luke Combs, you know, well, he's coming to uh, Paycor Stadium for back-to-back -back shows next August 2nd and 3rd. And uh, somebody else did that this past summer and sold them out at Paycor Stadium. And her name was Taylor Swift. And now, if you missed that concert, there's a movie out that dominated the box office this weekend. Taylor Swift, The Eras Tour. Uh, they're closing in on $100 million its first weekend at the box office. It's amazing. It only costs like $15 million to make. Well, it's a concert movie. You yeah. just had to record the concert, and basically. It was already happening, so yeah. I don't even know how it could cost that. Well, there but you go. It was pretty cool. My review of it is it's all music, all <laughs> concert, no behind the scenes. Sure. And the rumblings around the movie theater were... That's because there'll be another movie. Oh, oh snap. Yeah, yes. it was the making Hey, of... to see that. Yeah. yeah. The gag reel. No, they yeah. won't have that. All right, but you went, Statman, like you said, yeah. and uh, you caught up with some true, true yeah. Swifties after the show here. All right, I'm with some true Swifties here to give you a real review of the Taylor Swift Eras movie tour. All right, what did you guys think? He was so the best part of the movie? The songs. the songs and the songs. I recommend. I recommend this movie. Did you guys all sing along? Our song. I think they like the movie. It was like they were at the actual Oh, that might be the greatest interview you've ever done, Statman. They're just just crazy. I don't know what was going on there. They just had three hours of Taylor Swift and going to continue Ooh. their day singing and playing the music. Oh, my gosh. No telling how much uh, sugar they were hopped up on there, too, as well. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, if you haven't seen it yet, it'll probably be a little easier to get into one next weekend or this week as well. More of the Big Dave Podcast.
Our good vibes today are coming from Greer, South Carolina, where every year around this time, getting your car washed can be a very scary experience. Because the What A Wash car wash in Greer, South Carolina goes from just a regular car wash to a haunted car wash. Ooh. Very cool. Workers are dressed in spooky costumes. They come up and bang on your windows while you're going through the car wash. There's crazy strobe lights and creepy music. So taking your car through is definitely a hair-raising experience. And right now, it's also a fundraising experience for one family in Greer. Earlier this year, after a baseball tournament, 12-year-old Griffin Rousseau started complaining about a pain in his neck. And soon, the middle schooler was diagnosed with lymphoma and has been fighting the good fight with chemo and radiation ever since. Needless to say, the bills are beginning to pile up for the Russo family. And that's where the haunted What a Wash car wash is coming to the rescue. Every night from 6 to 10, a substantial portion of the money they make from their patrons are going to help offset the medical cost for Griffin's treatment. That's great. It's amazing. And while the customers are getting scared and getting a clean car, they're also helping a young man who is fighting for his life right now. And the community is responding in record numbers with most nights seeing a line of cars spilling out of the Wash car wash and onto South 14th Street there in Greer, South Carolina. Community coming together for this little guy. Absolutely. I think it's an amazing thing. What a great idea in the first place for a haunted car wash and to tie it to something as wonderful as this. What a wash in Greer, South Carolina. Thank you for the good vibes this morning. B. B-105. More of the Big Dave Podcast. It's the Big Dave Show. Dad joke of the day on B-105. And this morning, we have got Colton. He is 11 years old in the sixth grade at St. Agnes in Park Hills. Good morning, Colton. Hi. Been to your fish fry many times. Do you have anything to do with that? Uh, no, I don't. Well, <laughs> those that do do a great job. Colton, let's have that dad joke, buddy. Uh, why didn't the lifeguard save the hippie? <laughs> I don't know. Why, why didn't, didn't the, the lifeguard, lifeguard save the, the hippie? hippie? Because he was too far out, man. <laughs> Great delivery. Wow. Colton, that's amazing. Dude, you got an extra for that one. Too far out, man. That was wonderful. I hope everybody at St. Agnes celebrates the wonderfulness of that joke with you today. Yeah. Thanks for checking out the Big Dave podcast, B105.com.